episode 25 of Blokes and Brogues. We're here with uh, Billy and Casey and myself here. Oh, yes. hi there. I'm Billy. That's Casey. I'm Casey. We got two cool people here. We got Devin Dunn and Madeline Burke from Genius Garage. Say hey, guys. Ooh. Hey, what's up? You guys even look smart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Get up on that microphone. Yeah, get, get up on that microphone. Come on. <laughs> I'm up in there. All right. You ever, you ever heard Daryl Walter? He goes, get up on that wheel. Get up. Get up on Which that wheel. Which is the one that goes, boogity, boogity, boogity. My daughter just hates that. Does she? Oh, my God. Come on, just... Devin. Give a good boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's boogity, go, boogity, boogity, boogity. You know? Anyway. <laughs> so anyway, you guys are just coming back from a really good, uh, really good showing at uh, Indy this last weekend, right? Yes, we were competing at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Yeah, mm-hmm. at the Brickyard Vintage Racing Invitational. Um, wonderful race. They also had Trans Am there and uh, the Mazda MX-5 Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were cool. running in the prototype Group 11 class and uh, finished third place both days. So podium nice. for first time out. Devin, you were there. And which yes. car? Maddie was there. The Le Mans prototype WSC car. Okay. It's like 2,000 pounds, 700 horsepower V8. That's all? That's all you had? Yeah, you know. You know, <laughs> you know. How'd you like it, Maddie? That was pretty fun. Very interesting. Never done anything like that before. So it was really cool. So you guys did the Indy Grand Prix course, which is the road course? Correct. Okay. Yes. All right. There was a race on Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Devin, what, uh, tell them about one of our students got a little overly confident for Sunday's race that we podium again. What do we do? What's that? That um, Spencer got w- really overly confident that we would podium again on Sunday. What did he do? I have no idea. You were there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I wasn't you don't remember no, what we did on the podium at Indy. There was oh, the Oreos. Yeah, you brought Oreos go. and yeah. we had uh, dipped them in the milk. Yeah, and then you were like, is this cocky if we bring a glass and Oreos <laughs> for the milk in Indy? I'm like, yeah, but it's awesome. That's true. Maybe yeah, you got an Oreo, right? I mean, I did. No, I gave it to Sam. I don't like Oreos. You didn't? No. Oh. Yeah. I like blonde Oreos, like the like the vanilla with the I like, like blondes. blondes. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. We, <laughs> we give, let's get uh, Billy some double stuff blonde Oreos. So um, <laughs> we, uh, oh but there's a downside to everybody uh, drinking milk at Indy and sharing it with your whole team. We all got sick. Oh, <laughs> was it spoiled or something? <laughs> I don't know. No, but was it buttermilk? I think someone was sick and then kind of poisoned the I milk. I think our crew chief was sick and got us all diseased. What a what great leader. Doing? <laughs> <laughs> We're winning. Okay. We That's all we get for winning. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, anyway, it was a lot of fun. But, um, no, it was really great. We had some issues. Everybody sorted them out like a champ. Some ignition issues. What else happened? Cole oh. found a thing laying on the ground that was supposed to go in the car. Oh, yeah. Didn't tell anybody oh, when he yeah. found something that fell off our car. Yeah. Until, Uh-oh. like, right before a race. And I'm like, <laughs> all right. Whose is this? Who found it? And who put it here? Well, I just found it on the ground. Cole said, I, I didn't the table. think we needed it. I didn't know. I'm like, yes, Cole, we need that on the car. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Nothing like losing a tire in the middle of a race. No, it's all right. We were good. Yes. It's fine. It was fine. Speaking of Wait, tires, did you, did you see the new uh, 3D printed Michelin tire? Oh, yes. Those are coming? cool. Billy, did you see that? I did. And uh, odd little story. Maybe not an odd story, but 25 years ago at least. Um, it, many people may not know that, that Michelin it owns B.F. Goodrich. Okay. And they own Uniraw. Oh, interesting. And many years ago, they were actually testing a composite spare tire. And the way they tested it to prove it, uh, or one of the proofs they did, was to enter One Lap of America. Oh, really? A composite And they ran way. the entire... Uh, like foam-filled or something? It was... No, it was plastic or some kind of composite... Um, with just a band of rubber around oh, the, the rim, if you will. And they ran yeah. it. And they ran the entire 8,000 miles on that one spare tire. Really? Wow. So-called, Wait, did... so-called spare tire. So, so the car has three normal tires and one spare? Correct. That's weird. Yeah. Why did they just yeah. put four of them on? Well, because they wanted to prove it as a spare. It wasn't being done as a, as a regular tire. This is what's come oh. from that, though, the, de- the development. I don't know I if it's you. a direct development, but it just reminded me of that. Yes. And it was so cool to see this, this car do the whole event. They, didn't ha- they had zero problems with it, no cracks. That's neat. Nothing, 8,000 miles. So yeah. I'm all about it. I mean, there's, yeah. there must be better ways to make tires than we have. Yeah, I can't believe that it's taken us this long to, come on. This to even. Silly. We're still using air. You know, it's been I mean, like it's just forever. weird. I, I think yeah. that there, there, there is the capability there to make a better tire that's going to last for forever. But I, yes. I mean, oh, the yeah. company's going out of business. Well, not only that, but the other thing is, <laughs> well, yeah, they have to have repeat or um, um, Re- repeat re- business, right? Somehow, true. So, well, they've got to be able to do it with less rolling resistance, but more contact patch. Think about it, Billy. 
If you design a tire to specifically do it, you can end up with twice the contact. Patch. And more compliance. Correct. Softer spring rate somehow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, it, for some cars. You know what would be really you know. neat is that they design the tires so well that we can get rid of suspension. Oh. Oh. Have you seen the never flat tires? That would be interesting. Yes. Well, we hate those. those. Cool. You yeah. hate those? Yes, the they ride terrible. Yeah. Jonathan can oh, tell yeah. you how much he likes them. They're, they're hard as a rock. I hate them, yes. yes. Oh I, I, I just like them so much that when I went to replace the tires on my 335, I um, just went with like normal Michelin tires. And then they got mad at me when I turned the lease in. And I was like, I don't really care because your tires are crap. <laughs> 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 so... Yeah, they are a, a pain. I mean, yeah. an absolute pain in your Poor back. Poor Gavin. He's like, he's like, I got something to say. I want to talk about those front flat tires. We're like, those are garbage. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> it's just BMW's way to be like, we're not going to give you an extra rim and an extra tire. We're just going to give you a can of uh, nothing. <laughs> but there's two super cool things about this yeah. this Michelin tire is it looks organic. Super yeah. organic. Yeah. It looks like... Uh, like the fibrous insides of some sort of plant stem. Yeah, yeah. they they kind of describe it as looking like coral. Yeah, right. you know, like a sea um, pan or something. Yeah, right. yeah, and and apparently they can retread it. Okay, in, that's interesting. In pretty short order, so yeah. put on a tread of a snow tire. Okay, huh. and then the end of winter that comes off, and you put a super high performance uh, Xerox copy of a tread type of. That's a good idea. Yeah, thing on it, you know. In other words, not much depth in the. <laughs> Yeah. In the grooves. <laughs> that I mean, I I think it would be way now. Think about that from a design standpoint too. That thing can be any color, any right. combination of right. colors. Yeah. It can be anything. Right. So all of a sudden, the designers are like, oh, 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 yeah, we can do whatever we want. Yeah, and you can print it anyway. You know? The other thing too is it's kind of a cultural norm and really rather silly that we even see the wheels on cars. I think they should be fared over. The efficiency would be better. Except in the front, it's. I mean, they you, turn. Can, you can fare them, but the fairing would have to be attached somehow to go with the wheels, which yeah. they have cars they've done that. That's easy to do. You can attach something to the spindle, or it would have yeah. to be kind of bubbly fenders. But now wheels, at, right now, wheels are like this fashion statement. Mm -hmm. you right. Guys, you got to have cool I wheels. won't buy a yeah. car if I don't like the wheels. I don't need no, to share my wheels. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. And mine are usually five-spoke. Mm -hmm. Says the man with custom five wheels. spoke kind of guy, huh? Mm. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I would agree with you. Five. Some <laughs> I'm of not them going there. <laughs> <laughs> I can get down with some seven or eight spoke, but I prefer fives as well. Don't you have custom wheels in the Viper? Affirmative. <laughs> yeah, more than five spokes though. Mm. <laughs> well, they're like, yeah, were they like ten? Something I don't like? even remember yeah. actually. They're white. Right. <laughs> they're white. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> So did you read the article on the uh, robot ghost ships? Yes, yeah. I did. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. I think that's way. So this could really change freight. Oh. Except when it goes down, there's no one to tell the tale or write sea shanties about it anymore. There isn't. This is sad. But it's, uh, you know, I would love to see a Somali pirate try to, like, hijack one of these when they don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is going on? Yeah, it'd be like, like this. <laughs> Anybody in there? <laughs> nope. <laughs> No, nope. we're gonna shoot you. Okay, so, so for you guys, can we just program the ghost ships to run over Somali pirates. Probably could. It's like, oh, it's not our fault. <laughs> the ship just wanted to get there. So these these ships, they're 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 preparing these ships to go between China and Australia. Correct? Yeah, yeah. And they're basically unmanned and just programmed, and they haul freight and they just go. So there's yes. nobody in there to be able to even try to hijack. And they look like these really cool like military type things. They're mm -hmm. completely like covered over. And, yeah. Well, and, what I like is the the interim. Between, like, having a crew and then totally no crew whatsoever. But the interim testing is going to be um, where somebody's driving it remotely. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. And like I think that was way cool. They showed a picture of that, and the guy's, it's just like an air, uh, airplane simulator, yeah, except yeah. he's on the sea. I thought that was way cool. Yeah, I'm just like, like drones. Yeah, sit in like your armchair drone. and <laughs> you yeah, know, boat drone. drive yeah. this ship, you know. Mm -hmm. What happens know if one goes out of control? Well, stuff gets real. Yeah, it does. <laughs> how, how are you going to stop it? I don't know. It well, that's, I think that's just a new Steven Seagal movie, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, if you extend Run that up. out, eventually, not soon, but eventually that'll go to military. Uh -huh. Oh, totally. And there won't it. be any sailors on the ship or Surprise nothing. Surprise, it's not already. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'm kind of, yeah, I am too. Yeah. What were the cool thing like back in the 90s, early 2000s? Was it like Mech Warriors or whatever? They were robot like fighting suits or whatever. In, like, oh a video yeah, game. that seemed like fun. Isn't that what we're just doing? Kind of, yeah. In, in a way, the thing that I, I, what's this going to do to as far as like the uh, 
economy of freight as well, though. I mean, it's going to drop pricing, which is going to be great. But, I mean, right now, ships use a lot of labor. I mean, this seems to be mm-hmm. the discussion we always have. It's kind of like, oh, great, we're losing jobs at, like, an we're, insane we're, rate. Yeah. We're losing jobs, you mean. Yeah. Right, the labor force. Hmm. Yeah, but, you know, it, it, there's other things. I think the article even mentioned it, that some of those people, not all of them, mm-hmm. will become the people that repair those or the technicians that program them right. or Possibly. whatever. You know, I wonder um, if this sort of thing, the, the autonomy and robotic age as it comes to be, I feel like it's going to proliferate the separation of wealth classes. It could. Because mm-hmm. if you're in the position to be able to own that and control that, you will make more money and other people will make less. Right. right. So yeah, but that's kind of been the history of human beings. Yeah, it, it will always kind be. Kind of, you yeah. know? I mean, it's like... Well, right. You know, but the Rockefellers owned in Standard Oil years that, ago, yeah. you know, 100 years ago, 150 years ago. They had such a monopoly on every kind mm-hmm. of oil there was. And then it gets broken up, and then, you yeah. know. Well, know. I know we're jumping ahead a little bit here, but I'm a little bit fascinated with this, like, Whole Foods Amazon. Oh, indeed. Oh. Purchase, because, I mean, yeah. at what point do you start to consider Bezos and Amazon a monopoly? Because he's, like, selling in everything now. Yeah, uh, I, I was shocked that he did it. Uh, but God, he certainly got enough money to do it. Yeah, Did you guys? Do you guys know about this, Manny and uh, Devin? Nope. So Amazon bought Whole Foods. Do you know Whole Foods? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they did a thing where you, when you walk in, you scan your phone for scan an app, right? Is that the deal, guys? Mm-hmm. And then you have a bag with some sort of reader in it or whatever. And every time you pick something off the shelf, it automatically updates your Amazon cart. And if you put it back, it takes it off the cart. And then when you walk out, it just charges you, so you don't have to go to the checkout line. Anymore. Hmm. Yeah, it's what do you think of that? So it cuts down on stealing. Are you sure? Yeah, well, in Toledo as well. Are you sure? In Toledo, (laughs) hopefully. (laughs) That makes it a lot harder to keep track of what you're buying, how much money you're spending. Well, that's the point of it. They want you to spend more. I know. All I know. They no longer have to check your receipt when you walk out. One of the interesting Mm. things here is that uh, it's not Sam's Club. Uh, one of the interesting things here is that uh, I think Bezos had said that something like 60% of Amazon Prime customers are also solely shop at Whole Foods. So there really? was a huge... Get out. Yeah. So uh, he was looking at, like, okay, how do I continue to monopolize my clients? You said 67%? 60, uh, over 60%. Of You said Amazon Prime? Are Whole Foods shoppers. Wow, that's like a South Park episode right there. Yeah. Yeah. So looking at that, it's kind of like, okay, he's continuing to build upon the guy. that. So if he has this, which he already got the patent in 2014 for the scanner thing, then suddenly it just becomes a one-click shopping experience. Yeah. But he's yeah. also a brand guy. He gets the brand. So how much do you want to mess with the brand of Whole Foods before you start to upset people? So, I mean, that's going to be an interesting thing there. But The hippies kind of like people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Now, yeah. isn't Amazon also experimenting, if not already doing drone delivery of things that's publicity stuff. yeah i think it's i, I think well, it's but he's filed for a lot of uh, airspace things right so yeah. that he can do that so imagine now taking that to whole foods right you put your order in and the dang flying shopping cart comes right yeah. to your front door right, you know right. except you better be home or else the bananas are gonna spoil and right that's and a terrible things. idea because we've got somebody like <laughs> this man here that just made a uh, shotgun mime gesture over here <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'd be getting some free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shoot you out of my airspace. Hey, Ma, we got donuts. <laughs> all right. Bringing me all kinds of treasures. Uh, interesting. I got a 12-pack of Coke and a box of condoms. Speaking of flying stuff, did you guys see that there's uh, we're getting closer on flying transportation that's not planes? So, like, uh, there's this Vahana Airbus flying taxi as well as this aeromobile. <sighs> I was hoping for the Gallagher human-powered blimp. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. no, that, that would be nice. Is that <laughs> pedaled? That's pretty yes. cool. Yeah, I is think that no? the yeah, I think the Vahana flying taxi, the Airbus, yes. is a lot better idea than this uh, it's aeromobile. A vertical takeoff and landing has yeah. really cool skills. And it's, it's a taxi, so you have somebody that's like, you just, have somebody that's trained to drive it. Drive it. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, just like all the other taxi drivers in New York. Right, exactly. But uh, <laughs> do you know what popped into my head the What's moment that? I read that? What's that? Fifth Element. Really, yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. Uh-huh. It was yeah. like, immediately I went, oh, Fifth Element. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was, oh, he was a taxi driver, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, Bruce Willis, if anybody remembers Yeah, that, Bruce Willis you know, and the guy from, from um, oh, I see the, the girl movie. With the orange hair. I'm telling you, the girl in it. Oh, man. 
Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Billy doesn't get it. Doesn't bother me anyway. <laughs> no. You're talking about the orange hair girl, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, I feel awkward. How are you doing over there, Maddie? I'm doing great. This <laughs> you is very entertaining. This is great. Okay. So, uh, hey, it's you know, a guy show. Okay. In, in all honesty, I was surprised this... I was invited. <laughs> you were surprised you were invited. Yeah. Billy's gonna need some new underwear. Okay. Well, <laughs> I uh, okay. Need more Grand Marnier. Yeah, our show's been canceled. Uh-huh. That's great for it. No. Right. <laughs> But, uh, so vertical takeoff and landing. I, yes. I, I get it, but first of all, it is going to be loud. So where are they going to take off and land? Uh-huh. They are dangerous. Right. If it's just going to land wherever, what, how many idiots are going to run up to it because they're excited and get, you know yeah. what I mean? People think this is all great and it's going to happen. No. Yeah, it's just because we watch the Jetsons. It depends. If Elon Musk gets involved. Oh, come on. But, uh, get, uh, you know? How much time, have you spent flying small planes around? I've been on small planes a number of times. Um, yeah. That's I'm scared of flying in about. anything. So. Yeah, and you want these you know. darn little robotic vertical takeoff and landing things buzzing around with... Well, if the girl with the orange hair is in it, yeah, I'll, mm. I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, look, can we, let's just make a fund. Send Billy to Amsterdam for a month. <laughs> oh, no, not that. Well, we don't just, need to. He just needs... He's a oh my! <laughs> remember, remember a couple episodes. You just went to Meg Ryan Pleasure Bot, right? Oh God! <laughs> so yeah. So uh, oh God. So what's what's this Aeromobile thing? <laughs> so the take seventeen. Aeromob- the Aeromobile is actually like a personal use flying car, hmm. which is different than the Airbus flying taxi. I, I'm not opposed to the Airbus flying taxi idea. I think that could actually legitimately work, especially when you're talking about like um, you know like islands. Where you have like transportation's a little bit more difficult, yeah. People waiting to get in planes and that sort of thing. Oh, you yes. could just Airbus this, like in Hawaii or even in the Caribbean. Sure. When you, you island hop that way a lot faster. Um, so I'm not against that Airbus flying taxi idea. The Aeromobile seems like a rich guy's toy that could really get you into trouble. I know. That's why I really like the idea right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about it. I'm like, this is great. I don't not, do not need cars. All right. Right. But uh, it looks fun. I mean, definitely want to play with that sort of a thing. But um, I, I just want to go river running. I just don't know how. You know, what's the longevity lifespan of this thing? I mean, I, I don't or think the people it's a, in it sounds yeah. like a bad idea. I don't think oh, it's, it's a great be. idea because the old people buy it, and old people can't even drive cars on the road. <laughs> <laughs> but these are available for pre-order right now. Did you see that? Wow. Yeah. No. So there's a lot of other things that doesn't exist yet. One point five million euros. That's a lot of money. It is for a flying car. But some people have that. It's a Slo- Slovakia-based company. It's Slovakian? Yeah. Oh, it's a Yugo. Yeah, right. they it's, it's a Yugo. Yugo. It's a Yugo of this guy. <laughs> That's going to be bad. Oh, yeah, I do. Oh, oh Lord. The Yugo. That's going to be a bad thing. Wait, Yugo. Billy raced a Yugo across country once. Yeah. Did you? Well, you're still here to tell the tale. I am. Yeah. Did it break down on you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he put a really kicking radio system in. They were all excited. And apparently, got on the highway and realized the thing is so darn loud they couldn't even hear it. Couldn't, <laughs> four speakers. We had the thing pegged and couldn't hear a damn thing. It was so loud. It's like, oh, this was a good idea. And the three hours we spent installing it and making it really nice with the zip ties and you know, it's like, oh god. So oh, yeah. the first deliveries for the Airmobile flying car expected to go out by 2020. The company said the vehicle is equipped with folding wings that can swing out in less than three minutes, allowing the car to switch back. Back and forth between driving and flight. Apparently, wait, it's, like, a, it's a car. Yeah, well. it'll go 99 miles an hour on the road. This is a fixed wing takeoff. 245 on the. Uh, oh come the on, we're doing this 245? again. 245. Uh huh. Wow. Oh, so it's the flying car thing does not work well. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay, I was thinking it was more of a vertical takeoff. No, thing. that's the other thing. The Airbus taxi. Yes. Oh. oh. Yeah, that's why I said I'm more in favor of the Airbus taxi. I think there's an actual market for that. I think people that have been be getting something. excited about these things for. It's the decades Jets. and decades. It's the Jetsons. And decades. Since I was oh, a little please. kid it's in the bad popular James science Bond movie. magazine. Mm-hmm. It's the Jets. <laughs> I remember when they were writing about this in Popular Science Magazine when I was a kid, and yeah. the Popular Science Magazine was the size of Reader's Digest. Yeah, that's huge. Pre internet. That's how small it was. Yeah. You know. yeah. yeah then they went to giant format. Speaking of old stuff, uh, did you guys see the new Atari is coming out? Where are you looking at me? <laughs> Old stuff. <laughs> All right, Methuselah. So yeah, I saw it, but is it gonna be cool? I don't. They don't know. They haven't really said anything about it other than that it's coming out. They don't even have a release date. Is it gonna be like kind of like the old thing? Like they don't a reboot? know. They don't know if who like, is they that they don't know? 
They who uh, built it? Basically, Atari has come out with this uh, marketing campaign yes. for the new Atari. They've announced they're going to do a new Atari, and they haven't released any of the information about the new Atari. Is it so now you have people speculating that either A, it's going to be a unit that is very similar to like the Nintendo that just came out that's got all the old games on it and you just plug it in. But uh -huh. Ataris have had similar things like that now for years. Yeah. Um, or it's going to actually be a new gaming console that they're going to go after like market share because, and the thought is that it would be something like a, you know, like Xbox and PlayStation is more of a like family yes. unit device instead of like just a gameplay. I want it to be super awesome 70s, 80s with like crazy synthwave music and just like... I want it to look top. like a Moog. A Moog? <laughs> oh, Ooh. wow. What was that? I forgot. It's, a, it's like a synthesizer. Yeah, musical uh, keyboard. Yeah. Micro Moog. Usually had like, uh, yeah. like some sort of like wood paneling on it. Okay, so there's a thing, yes, but we don't did. know if it's cool or what it is yet. Yes. Is there pictures of it? There's not. No pictures. There's no. nothing. There's nothing no other pictures. than uh, Atari saying we're going to make a new Atari because because they got out of the gaming industry. They didn't get out of the gaming industry. They got out of the platform industry, yeah. and then they came, tried to come back in with like what was like Jaguar or something like that in the early '90s to go up against Sega and that sort of thing, and they failed miserably. <laughs> um, and then they just got into the you know, like making games. And and I think software. And software. So it's now they're hardware. back into the actual hardware. Yeah. So. This better be cool. Better I think they'd make good money off of putting old games on it. Do you think? Those are the cool ones. The originals? And yeah. they don't we'll understand why the old stuff is popular. They have no clue why the old stuff is popular. Because um, it was simpler times. I guess, but, but even my daughter's into the old stuff. Huh. For some reason, there's something about it yeah. that just attracts. It's almost infuriating mm -hmm. because you couldn't beat games back then. Like you couldn't no. beat an Atari game. It just got faster and faster. And faster. Right. It was like on an, an infinite loop of just going faster. I do miss going to Pizza Hut as a kid and playing Pac-Man. Yeah, I love Pac-Man. <laughs> Pac-Man was great. There's also one called River Raid. Yeah. <laughs> I would just sit in my room and play. You know, I used to have a game on the original Nintendo called Rad Racer, and uh -huh. you either drove a Ferrari 308 or an Indy car, and I played it and played it and played it, and I remember when you pushed select, it, all the colors would get weird. I'm like, I don't understand what's going on. And it wasn't until I was in college, like, so many years later, I thought back and go, oh my god, I was an idiot as a child. That's when you're supposed to put on the 3D glasses. And uh -huh. I was so bummed out because I never <laughs> actually got to try never Rad Racer with my 3D glasses. You know, <laughs> to this day, I wish I could find that game I just want to play it once with 3D glasses on. Yeah. You could probably get some 3D glasses and just YouTube it. Was I supposed to wear those at the Star Wars thought. movie? I could do that. <laughs> was that? Is that why that ticket was so expensive? Anyway. Uh -huh. Oh. Uh -huh. so. I'm not into 3D movies. Yeah. Yeah, I get sick from them. I like 3D movies, but I want my 3D movies to be like not 3D lame. movies. No, like, here's the thing, right? That Everyone's all about how the th new 3D looks so cool and it's so, like, virtual world. But it's still a gimmicky. But they don't do, like, I want a ball coming out that's going to hit me and I duck out of the way or someone swinging a bat or something. I want it to be, I want it to be gimmicky. I want it to be Someone super gimmicky. Someone grabs you oh. from the TV screen. I don't want it to be like, like poker I don't want to realize that I'm not watching 3D. Like, I want to know that I'm watching. I, he wants to be in that movie. I, I don't, be in I don't that think movie. it works because they don't get the cinematographic art of three dimension. It's still kind of gimmicky. You know what I mean? Just give me, me a normal movie. Yeah, I want either a normal movie or I want something coming out at me. Like, ah. I just can't stand the glasses. Like, I, I wear glasses, sort of. I just don't always have them on. But when I wear the glasses in the movies, then I have to put, like, the 3D glasses on. I've got, like, two... They have to look through two frames to see this, and then <laughs> I get a headache, stink. and it's just... You look like my mother-in-law when she puts her, like, sunglasses over her glasses. <laughs> Wait, she does yeah. that? The old person driving shades. This, this is really <laughs> embarrassing, but at well. my age, I do the same thing. I'll put sunglasses over my regular glasses. <laughs> Saw that coming. <laughs> Are they blue cataract Are they blue blockers, though? Like, she, she used do to they, like, clip, clip on ones. at the top, and you flip them up, flip them she down? She now has clip on. For the longest time, it looked like she had a welding helmet on. I'm yeah. I've seen those. The cat Cataract glasses, right? Yeah. The white Cadillac with the window tint. They yeah. came up from Florida. The blue hair. Mm -hmm. yeah. oh my the gosh. people you get out of the way for. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Please. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll come back on the other side and uh, talk about some new fun stuff. Join us at V Collection, Northwest Ohio's premium men's lifestyle location. We offer the best collection of men's clothing in the area, complete with our grooming center. It's our goal to make you look good and live great. 
Stop in at 5630 Main Street in Sylvania, Ohio, or call us at 419-517-0508 to schedule an appointment today. Welcome back. We're going to talk a little bit of sports. Sports! Or... uh, Formula E fan boost. Oh, yes. I watched some Formula E finally. Did you? Yeah. It's unusual. It's not terrible. It's good but racing, it's weird. I think. I think the racing itself uh, yeah, is good. I'm not a fan of the fan boost. Yeah, yeah so well, Formula let's E. Explain for, what it is first. Formula E, for people who don't know, these are formula cars that are electric. Yeah, all electric. What's right. a formula car? Oh, an open wheel car, such fast. as what an Indy or a Formula One car is. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. In an international circuit. But they're very fully electric. Point. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is neat. And they are, they are fast. And, yeah. and it's. Um, how long is the race? An I don't hour know. or so? When they do pit stops, they just jump in a different car, don't they? they yeah, come the garage instead of, and grab they can't car. refuel. Right. Because uh, that would take like an hour and a half. Why don't they just make a giant battery <laughs> They should pack? do that. So they have two cars. <laughs> they have, yeah, what, we do what? <laughs> they should do that. Oh, like, an hour and a half driver has dinner. <laughs> you know what? You know what they would do to concessions? <laughs> they should uh, take another pizza. Have a rock <laughs> concert in between. Oh, they're right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. But, but yeah, they run for however long it is uh, with the first car, and then they pull into the pits, pull it into the garage. The driver leaps out, gets in the identical car. This is like grabbing another horse and polo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they strap him in and there's a minimum, I think it's 90 seconds, minimum amount of time they must stay in in the pits or in the ground. Hmm. And then they... It was interesting. The first one I saw, they came through like a tunnel and since it's so quiet, they went to do like, not pyrotechnics, but they had like CO2 cannons or something go off. It's like, they think they're going to be excited. Like, here they come. CO2 cannons. I'm like, no. <laughs> I think I think the racing is great. This fan boost thing, though, yeah, is, what is that? A fan boost is where the fans get to give their favorite driver a boost. So it's kind of turning racing more electricity. Exactly, racing in a reality show. Yes, it's you turning throw racing batteries at them. <laughs> no, literally, like if you guys are watching it and we like driver X, we can all vote for him and then lets it go faster for some period of time. Yeah, yeah. honestly, that yeah. basically is the definition of non-sportsmanship exactly yeah, yeah. you, you exactly. really are destroying it there yeah, and exactly. there's no way it's gonna i mean come on yeah well i mean look look at like it's kind of cool i guess but it's it's cool from a sociological perspective but not really from a racing or competition so, or anything that is holy perspective i felt so embarrassed what a friend of mine Fans? does the broadcast bob varsha uh-huh and bob varsha had to do the fan boost thing and i and i know what he feels about it oh really <laughs> yeah. you mean he's he's the one commentating on it on the fan boost part really yeah he has to read that he's like uh, this is like, total horse and i know talk. bob's going oh my god uh-huh. <laughs> you know? but they're paying me to say this so i gotta say yeah, it but, but I mean, yeah. you look at like american idol and those sort of things it's very rarely did the best person win i mean and that's you it goes to show because you know those mm. well life is like that quite a bit yeah but you know the people that always finish second or third or fifth were the ones that are actually still killing it in the music industry right, right. well yeah so much for sportsmanship yeah, yeah. Exactly. Stupid well, idea, you know the other thing is it hit me the other day you know there are other forms of racing where you know they have pushed a pass and such the problem with that is it makes it way easier for politics to happen quietly for what way easier for politics to happen quietly such as well, I mean, come on. If you, Billy, you've had to have been in races in the past where there were BS politics from sanctioning bodies and such that's, that screw people over. Well, I have. Suspected. Oh, I have. I got an old video of it happening before. So what I'm saying is okay. when you've got, like, Formula E boost and you've got other racing leagues and stuff that have pushed to pass, it's so easy for underhandedness to happen in politics. So you just, I think you ruin sportsmanship to some degree. You know what I think ruins sportsmanship? What? Early celebrations. Oh, such as if you were uh, <laughs> trying to uh, outrun a mysterious frozen sprinter. Yes, indeed. Did you guys see the baseball fan fail? Oh, I totally saw it. This is this funny. Is, I'm, um, I'm going to put this on the Facebook page. Cause it's, who is this? Where, what, what team was this? I have no idea. I, I've watched, I should. I've watched this enough and laughed uh, enough that I should know who this is. And what's was. his name? Mr. Freeze or the... Yeah, the Freeze, I think is the, what they call The him. Freeze, that's the it. The Freeze, yeah. yeah. So it's at SunTrust Park. Uh, it was the Atlanta Braves game. So uh, 
an Atlanta Braves fan falls on his face. So basically what happens is that they do this sprint uh, and they give the fan like, I don't know, like a third, of the, yeah, like a third of the outfield. They're on the warning track, uh, which is like the, right at the outfield wall. And he gets like a third of the, uh, a third of the warning track head start. Right. And then this super fast guy in a costume called the Freeze uh, <laughs> is let go. And basically with funny. like 10 feet or 10 yards to go, this Braves fan starts celebrating, putting his hands up and like, ah, and he turns around and looks and the Freeze guy is about to pass him. And then he just falls flat on his face. Oh, it was great. <laughs> he tried oh, to no! run faster. That's why. <laughs> he did. Yeah. He's like, ah, I'm celebrating too early. Yeah. And then uh, Blamo, he ate dirt. Which was funny. That was pretty cool. Yeah. That was hilarious. So. I just like uh, the green guy. And speaking of dirt, the French Open wrapped up last weekend on Sunday. Everyone was filthy. Everyone was filthy. But uh, Rafael Nadal won uh, easily, huh. easily over Wawrinka. So um, it was fun to see him win again. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we also had Lama this last weekend. That was fantastic. Lamar, 24 yeah. hour. Yeah, yeah the, last, the last bit was really exciting. Uh, the whole race was, frankly. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. The whole race would, had just twists and turns in it. Uh, for those who don't know, the top class, uh, P1, is uh, uh, hybrid cars. Uh-huh. Prototypes, to- yeah. Prototypes, that's yeah. what P stands for. Probably cockpits, yes. And it's, uh, they, the companies that are involved in that, which are only, right now, Toyota and Porsche, they, spend, they have a budget of something like $300 million to run those cars. Really? Oh, yeah. That's not a budget. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's a lifestyle. That's a GDP. <laughs> <laughs> that's a GDP. Yeah. <laughs> and that's Even only, better. That's only half of what the Formula One, the top Formula One teams spend. My uh, God. Yeah. But anyway. That's a space program. So there were two, <laughs> two Porsches uh, and three Toyotas. The reason there was three Toyotas is because, uh, and I was there last year at Le Mans, uh, the Toyota uh, on the last lap, the first time they were going to win ever in 20-some years of trying, and the freaking car quits on the last lap. And oh, yes. It was Porsche that fan boost. <laughs> so, uh, so this year, instead of having two Toyotas, they brought three. Uh, <laughs> and it still didn't work. Well, two of them quit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the car that got pole and had fastest lap of the race and everything, about halfway through, it quit. Yeah. Um, what happened So they ended up in eighth place, but the interesting thing was that um, um, the next class down, which is not hybrid, but they are prototype cars, LMP2s, mm-hmm. um, they had a chance to win overall, which should oh. have been the P1 cars, but Porsche was way behind Yes, because uh, their car had broken. Porsche, One of the Porsches was leading. It quit with like two hours to go. Yes. So the Porsche that was in like fifth place uh, that had been in the garage for an hour, they're wow. going, they figured it out, and they go, oh, if he keeps going at this pace, he could win. What? And, yeah. The one that was in the garage for an hour? Yeah. If he keeps going at this pace, he can win on the last lap. Well, with about three, four, five laps to go, he passed and won the first overall with that wow. Porsche. Yeah, they, they were, trust me, they were hauling. They were on the shoulder at 225 miles an hour passing cars. On the shoulder yeah. at, at Molson Strait. <laughs> I mean, it's All like, right. whoa! You know, I mean, it was incredible. And then uh, uh, Corvette, a uh, different class. It was on the GT class, right? <clears throat> yeah, uh, they were uh, um, like two laps away from winning, winning with yeah. Aston Martin right on their butt. Aston Martin had the pole. But Aston Martin's right on their butt. Jordan Taylor's driving, fantastic driver. And they, they came together in a corner, and it punctured Jordan's tire. Uh-huh. And he didn't oh, know it. Oh, is that how it did it? Yes. And he didn't know it. And then the Corvette, all of a, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he ended up going straight through a chicane. That was that epic pass. Yeah. Well, he went straight through a chicane. Yeah, I saw that. And, and the uh, the broadcasters are like, what the hell? He doesn't make mistakes like that. Well, <laughs> he doesn't. He had a flat tire. Yeah. And the the Aston Martin ended up passing. You know, it's good news for Aston Martin though, because they've been it's been decades since they yeah. won. It was so, cool to see that. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. I felt sorry for Jordan Taylor though. Cause, yeah. Oh, gosh, American. But it, just all kinds of twists and turns in the race, and it was the one of the hottest races they've ever had, yes. uh, ambient temperature wise. Uh, I think the track at one time was up to a hundred and. 50 degrees or something like that. What? Yeah, it was unbelievably. And Michelin was worried about their tires. The track temps? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I mean. Not air temp, but track temp. Yeah. It wow. 
But yeah, it was. Uh, I watched all of it. I it watched was, like the you know, last probably like three hours. Yeah, I orgied, man. I was just like, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know? uh, it was just, it was freaking awesome. But anyway. Did you, uh, did you catch any of the IndyCar race from last weekend? None. Yeah. yeah, there wasn't any this weekend, but yeah. uh, Texas. Those guys are brave. That's all I can say at yeah. Texas. Because they're doing two and 125 miles an hour around that. that old, Tiny, right? Uh, it's it's kind of bad. They've changed the track, though. It was completely redone. It's wider. Mm-hmm. Um, There's that crazy crash at the... Uh, yeah, yeah. And um, some people said there weren't a lot of fans there. But that, that place has so many seats that you can have 100,000 people there, and it looks empty. Yeah, it really? looked, it looked yeah. dead empty. How yeah, many do they actually but, have, though? Uh, I don't know. They, I didn't see the actual They very 40. seldom release that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. They, they'll just say, well, approximately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this many people are over this I'm approximately people, rich. You know. So. <laughs> but uh, the racing there is just top There's notch. only like, what, five on the lead lap? Yeah. The attrition was half the field didn't finish. Yeah. At least half the field. Why? The car's breaking or crashing? Yeah, crashing. Yeah. 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 I mean, one yeah. crash took out quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, oh, there's yeah. like seven cars. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was, <laughs> yeah. It was, something it was awesome. Like. It's still, it was great racing, and they got yeah. Road America coming up. Uh, yeah, next week. Well, this, this weekend? The, yeah, Sunday. Actually, this weekend, Sunday, yeah. which is cool. Yep. And then uh, F1, uh, a couple weeks or a week ago, Hamilton won uh, yeah. in Montreal, which yeah. is. But he's still not in the points lead. He's not. It's still Vettel. Mm hmm. But uh, I think. Um, Mercedes may have gotten their mojo back and yeah, figured out the 12, tires a little bit. 12 off, right? 12 points off or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. So it'll be a fight to the end. It'll yep. be, I mean, that's great for Formula One. It's it's fabulous. Yep, and we have oh, uh, European Grand Prix Sunday, which is in Azerbaijan. Yep. Yep. Where is that? Azerbaijan. Yep. Gazootheit. <laughs> what country is that in? It's Azerbaijan. Is, it's the, that's, the, that's the country. It's an Arab country. Oh. That's it's on the very far... Wow. Eastern tip of. Uh, I thought you said it was the European Grand Prix. It is. Mm-hmm. It's like far Eastern Europe. It's like the furthest. It like touches Russia. Uh, Interesting. It touches yeah. Russia, Georgia, like right over there. Interesting. Back of the woods, yeah. Okay. Well, We're like a. I don't know. It's it's kind of a, a very European. Uh, Arab, style like Arabic type film. Huh. So, yeah. Interesting. But yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. It, yeah. It'll be awesome. I'll be on an airplane, but oh well. Yeah, I'll get to watch it. It'll be fun. Watch it for me, okay? We didn't see any racing. Then call (laughs) me. We were racing. That's right. (laughs) Winning. (laughs) No, that's third place. You were were third. Still winning. We were were podium. Podium, close enough. We were thirding. That's right. So cool. We're gonna take another quick commercial break, and uh, we'll see you on the other side. How do you bridge the gap from academia to industry? How do you give the best college students the opportunity to do something big so they can grow as people, as students, and have the opportunity to show the world what they're capable of? At Genius Garage, we take the brightest college students from engineering, business, and art and form them into a professional-level road racing team. IndyCars, Lamal prototypes, IMSA cars, future NASCARs, these students use their engineering skills, their business skills, come together as a team, get led from real-world industry mentors from CEOs to fighter pilots to engineers, and write thesis-level papers that broaden their perspective of the world history and business. Genius Garage, a 501c3 nonprofit educational program, is set up for the best college students. So check us out on Facebook and, of course, our website at GeniusGarageRacing.com. Fake news time, guys. Yes. Oh, That's not a periscope, Billy. Oh, poor Billy. Come on, Billy. I'm going to lose again. All right. Why are you going to lose? Because I have no confidence. Because <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's genius. Do you think now. I'm going to say because you're smart? You're full of, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just good at spotting. All right. So, who are we starting with? Who are we starting with tonight? Let's go with Devin. Devin. Yes. All right. Start Devin, and we're going to go clockwise then? Okay. Why not? All right. Devin and clockwise. All right. Oh, I'm last. Which way is clockwise? You. Okay. you oh, That's yes. the way the clock spins is if we're laying it on the ground. <laughs> well, I was using a sundial. So. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Story number one. Hallmark debuts one square inch Father's Day card with no room for writing anything. 
Story wow. number two. WWE staff forced to shoot aggressive wrestler after child climbs into steel cage. <laughs> Story number three. North Carolina man receives shocking $100 million charge on water bill. Uh, I feel like the last one is $100 million charge. It is. Is, is what? I said the last one, the $100 million water bill. True? Is true. It, is it true, true or fake? True. No, I'm asking. Is it no, real or I fake think it's true. That's your answer, right? Oh, yes. Okay. okay. What about you, Billy? Hallmark card. Okay. That's true. Maddie? Oh, man. So I was going to say Hallmark card, but Bill just answered that, so I think I have Hallmark to do the card. opposite. What was the second one? The wrestling. The w- I the think I'm going to go shot. with that because that's like super out there. That like you and probably pick that thinking nobody's going to pick that. Last one's a water bell. But I thought it's WWE was fake. Well, yeah. yeah. So yeah. they shot place. that guy. <laughs> oh, I mean, you true. can I still report true. on the WWE. Like and it can be true reporting. Like you can report on shooting. television shows. Oh. Okay. So, anyways, so what are you going with? I think I'm going to go with. Interesting. Mm, WWE is the real one. Okay. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'll go with my millennial compadre to the left. I'm going with the water bill. It is the water bill. Oh, what oh, man. We're too dang smart. Hillsboro, North Carolina. <laughs> he says we're number one, Devin. <laughs> I was thinking it's so out there that it's got to be real. Thank you, Hillsboro, Billy. North Carolina. The water bill wasn't so bad, but the service charge was eye-popping. The News and Observer Brawley reports that Kieran Healy of Orange County in central North Carolina got a water bill for $189.92. The service charge was a dollar shy of $100 million. <laughs> oh, That's intriguing. Healy said he, uh, he asked Orange, the Orange Water and Sewer Authority on Twitter Wednesday if he could make installment payments. <laughs> Healy posted later Wednesday that the utility assured him the bill, bill was wrong. Utilities, uh, Stephen Winters said, an outside company sends payment reminders, <laughs> emails to customers before their account is drafted. Winters said a mistake made it appear that Healy's faced a huge bill. Winters said he didn't know how many customers may get emails with incorrect service charges when oh, the company God. is sending out an apology. Yeah, um, they had to bring one of the astronauts from the International <laughs> Space Station down to do the water thing and then send him back up. So okay. Like, good Lord. <laughs> a million like, what what if someone was just like some like extremely wealthy person like they're this and is they like just this, paid is, it. this automatic is like, pay this is like the state department's <laughs> oh like like lottery system they're like someone's gonna pay this <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna hit the jackpot <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. all right so group two that's oh. start, we're gonna start with Billy oh gosh okay and then we're gonna go uh, to <laughs> Billy so. you are trying right. He is trying. <laughs> Billy, I love you. Don't, don't hate me. <laughs> so. Yes? Story number one. Yeah. <clears throat> Wyoming woman caught shoplifting claims she's studying kleptomania. <laughs> <laughs> story number two. Yeah? Addition of ketchup factored into calculation of French fries' final temperature. Huh. Story number three. Interesting. New report finds MMA could be bad for your knees. What's MMA? <laughs> Mixed martial arts. <laughs> it's pretty funny. First one. What is it? Wyoming woman caught shoplifting. Those are all she's reasonable. studying kleptomania. They are. Yeah, I'm going to go with that one. Okay. I think I'll go with that one as well. Wait, it's not your turn. Not your turn. It's not your Shut turn. Shut up. <laughs> oh, I was going first. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I was going to go it's, with too anyway. You're so. going to go with kleptomania? Yeah. What was the second one? French fries. Addition of ketchup factored into calculation of French fries' final temperature. That wouldn't surprise me. But where? McDonald's? I just read the headline. (laughs) That's his only job, read the headline. (laughs) Mixed martial arts. Go on, mixed martial arts. I say the the first one also. The woman stealing. It is woman caught shoplifting claims she's studying kleptomania. There you go. I'm two for two. Yay, Billy. I'm one for 17. Oh. Oh. The student, 23-year-old 23, 23 Lydia Marie Cormani, was arrested June 5th after attempting to leave Walmart in Gillette, Wyoming, with close to $2,000 worth of merchandise. Holy crap. Jeez. Investigators allegedly found thousands of dollars worth of stolen items in Cormani's dorm room, according to court records. The student told officers she started shoplifting after being forced to move into a new dorm room away from her roommate, who had many of their household items. Romani said she was once caught leaving a Walmart with three flat-screen televisions. 
Uh, How do you do that? Khomeini, <laughs> that's talent. Initial... Was she yeah, wearing them? So... I have no that's impressive. Khomeini, who made an initial court appearance on June 8th, faces three felony charges. Wow. She claimed the three flat screens were her bikini? I mean, how do you how do you walk out with three flat screens? Want... I don't know. <laughs> apparently, apparently, if you want to steal, you got to go to Wyoming, because they just don't pay attention. <laughs> they just not. don't care. Yeah. Hey, did you pay for those TVs? <laughs> Yes, sir, I did. <laughs> walk right on All right, you're good. All good. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. I know the first place that the uh, Amazon Whole Foods is going. <laughs> <laughs> Wyoming. So, all right, we are now going with group three here. So yes. we'll start with Maddie. Okay. So, story number one. Colorado hunter claims he was sexually assaulted by a Sasquatch. <laughs> I never rule out stupid people. <laughs> Story number two. Was that the uh, deliverance uh, episode? Or <laughs> well, Colorado didn't. I mean, it was in Colorado. So. Oh, so, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Story number two. Teacher arrested for stapling a loudmouth student's lips shut. Oh. oh. I'd get you arrested. Story number three. Long jumper's wig flies off during hair raising jump. Hair no, raising. I get it. Uh-huh. Hair raising. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So this is just real or fake what it was reported. So like it could tef- definitely be reported that somebody was sexually assaulted by Sasquatch. Yeah, a Sasquatch. That's yeah. pathetic though. <laughs> just one. N- not many Sasquatches, <laughs> just one know. Sasquatch. What what is what is more than one Sasquatch? Is it like a, a Sasquatch, a giggle? It's a giggle. Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Ah. I heard. What was the second one? Second one was teacher arrested for stapling a loudmouth student's lip shut. I just punch him in the stomach. <laughs> That's crazy. If my teachers never did it to me, then it, it's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I'm gonna go with. I don't know. But teachers are crazy. Let's go that one. Okay. They're just crazy people. Teacher arrested. Yeah. Don't you, you want to be a teacher? No, I do not. Scas, scas. I can't talk. Sasquatch. Sasquatch 11, baby. All right. Oh, boy. Sasquatch one, just because I hope it's real. Right. Uh, Uh, Staple mouth shut. Everyone loses. Long Uh, jumper's wig flies off during uh, hair-raising jump. Oh, wow. That's not the funny one. What? Okay. (laughs) Who is a long jumper that needs a wig? An Olympic athlete had a fashion mishap during a competition, but handled it like a real champion. Long jumper Blessing Okabari who was competing in Oslo, Norway this week when she took a leap into viral fame. She? Yeah. She cancer patient or something? <laughs> when the Olympic medalist landed, her wig fell off her head, a moment captured on TV by the cameras. If Okabari was embarrassed by the situation, she didn't show it. Instead of wigging out, she waited for <laughs> her mark to be measured, 6.21 meters, then grabbed the wig and put it back on her head. Okabari later posted a clip of the incident on Instagram and said, oh, well, it is what it is then. Heads up. She captioned her video. Oh, oh this is exciting. What if her wig went farther than she did, so she won by that? <laughs> won by a hair. <laughs> uh, that's right. Uh, so anyways, Devin wins. Woo! But, yeah, Devin. But uh, I'm going to mention uh, one, of the, one of the news stories that was really funny was frustrated Michigan man attempts to pay $270 fine with pennies. Yeah. Oh, I, I would have no, done I that. I respect that. Make it hail, but they didn't accept it. <laughs> what? what? Yeah, they didn't? it was a frustrating story. They didn't I, accept it? Why? That's Why? Why? What legal basis? That's awful. Can we read the story? Yeah. Well, no, but... He took the time yes. to count out all those pennies, and they said no. Ooh. Yeah, That's a heartbreaking story. Because he hit him in the so, face with the bag. It <laughs> says, um, McGonagall tried to pay off his debt by making a series of $27 payments with 2,700 pennies, wrote uh, Randy Rosick of the Jackson City Treasurer, rejected the coins, and told McGonagall to put them in rolls. It's not practical, Rosick said. The guy would come in every time at five minutes to five, we're clo- we close at five yeah. with a sack full of change. We're not authorized for overtime down here. Um, so that's yeah, why. That was sort of a, hey, stuff it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's funny because this is in Jackson where we went go-karting. Oh, uh, maybe Jackson, in, Michigan. Maybe we should invite this guy to go go-karting. Home. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. That's perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's have him do that. Anyways, uh, we're going to take one more commercial break, and we're going to come back and talk about this insanely cool new yacht. Super oh, yacht. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just ordered it. I know we're recording the podcast from now on. Rebel. We'll be right back.
the final uh, segment here, we're going to talk about a couple things. We have this 492-foot super yacht. Oh, yeah. It looks really cool. Yeah. And then uh, we're going to do the menswear minute. Dun, dun, dun. Tick so. tock, tick tock. So what are, your, uh, what are you guys' thoughts on this uh, incredible, ready-for-a-buyer, 492-foot super yacht yeah. with a beach club and elevated master It's not bedroom. big enough. So the elevated master bedroom, and apparently has an infinity pool, is very high. What is it, like 11 stories up or something? So let's see, 125 12? feet above the waterline. How much high. above the waterline? 125 feet. Yeah. So, so they have to build stories. that on the water. There's yeah. no way they can get it like under bridges and stuff to take it. Oh, to this it. is for oceans and international yeah. waters. Yeah, but oh. they can't build yeah. it in a factory and then take it, it somewhere. I don't really know how The story do. says, what's mm -hmm. a super yacht without a world-class view? Italian designer Gabriele Teruzzi has provided an astounding example of a super yacht with a view with his concept design, the shad eye. As reported by the Daily Mail, the master cabin is elevated 125 feet above the waterline and includes a... 1,132-square-foot terrace with a bar, private dining area, and a glass-walled infinity pool. Now Teruzzi just needs one of the world's richest, uh, super rich to commission the Shaddai. Well, the thing of it is, <clears throat> I read it, and it was kind of comical to me because they were talking about that highly elevated thing. For the rich person that wants to have that sense of austere and power when they overlook the ocean. And I was thinking to myself... That is the most self-absorbed thing I've ever heard, mm -hmm. and I hope I become that That's rich. That's the reason no, for listen. the yacht. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But I like the schmuck on the yacht because I want a Migaloo submarine. I'll just be underneath him just screwing with the guy up in his master bedroom <laughs> thinking he's full of power. <laughs> is that So you'd use one of the... Uh, your, your yeah, I might make him sink a little. Your service-to-air missiles? Well, you know, <laughs> I might fire a warning Blow shot. off the room? Mess with him, get underneath, rock the boat a little. This thing does look pretty cool, though. I mean, it's a nice looking. I want to see. It's an interesting looking. Show yacht. Daddy. I, Show uh, Maddie. It's absolutely drop dead gorgeous. Yeah. You know, it'd be cool. Yeah, have you ever Real seen too. those videos where the there's like that big inflatable bag? One person's on the end, and the other person jumps yeah. off and oh, sends yeah. it flying yeah. right off the top of that, 125 oh, yeah. feet up. Yeah, look at yeah. That thing. almost oh, looks yeah. like something you could like skateboard down or something. Oh jeez. Yeah, that is. Looks expensive. It was well, actually very attractive. Yeah, how much is that sucker? Um, in the bees. I don't think that they in actually. The bees. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah, someone in the uh, comments section said they're guessing about seven hundred million. Yeah, I, I think that's cheap. I think it's probably easily in the like one point two billion. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I could see it being. And it's only the. I mean, it looks cool and all. But it's not the it's biggest yacht. Ship. Private it's not a yacht. submarine. Yeah, a submarine's mm. got to be more expensive. Yeah, for sure. But. You would think. Yeah. They do more, but. I but guess anyways. you'd be. Would you be sub? One billion? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You just, I would. Uh, 